We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast. <laughs> it's for the Culture Friday. So our original plan was to have uh, former Notre Dame Hooper Demetrius Jackson on today. I told you I was going to have somebody on to give you buckets left. Demetrius Jackson, he has a camp coming up in South Bend, and we want to help him promote that. Unfortunately, he had a couple of meetings that popped up. So we're going to get him to join us early next week. Early next week. All right. Early next week, he's going to jump on with us, talk about Michael Shrewsbury, you know, the basketball program, and uh, if he remembers crossing Malik over back in the day. Yeah, exactly. I already heard one interesting story, so. Yeah. Oh, look, I can tell you, Jaden uh, Ivey crossed me up one time. Oh, when he was a shorty shorty? When he was back in, was it high school, eighth grade, one of them years? I knew he was going to the league. <laughs> uh, I mean, he just had it, man. You know how some guys just have it. No matter what age they are, they just they just a tough bucket every time. He was one of those kids. Yeah, yeah. So, Lucky Nothing Podcast, man. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. It's for the Culture Friday, man. So, if you have anything culturally that you want to talk about, put it in the chat. Chat is live each and every day. We'll get to it. I have a new R&B. A new R&B artist that I'm vibing with. Mm. So I'm going to talk about him a little bit later in the show. Okay. Oh, it's a dude? Yeah, it's a dude. It's a dude. Young dude, too. And, you know, I like him because of his versatility, bro. He He's he's totally different than Jacques and that whole vibe. I, I like the young man. He's out of the ATL. We'll talk about him in a minute. And honestly, I'm kind of late, according to my daughter. Mm. You know, my, my daughter's like, Dad, come on. He's, mm. been, he's been out. But I'm going to put a spotlight on the young man today. Notre Dame coach is back on the road today, back in Chicago. 
Al Washington up here putting in work. We'll talk about that. He's not the only coach in Chicago. Chancey Stucky, Jared Parker, or Gerard, as Malik calls him. We'll talk about that from a recruiting standpoint. Isaiah Canyon, we didn't get a chance to look at his film yesterday. We'll give Left the opportunity to look at his film, the newest commit in the 24th class out of Warner Robins, Georgia, wide receiver. Uh, home of Chancey Stuckey down there, Warner Robins, Georgia. So Coach Stuckey went home and, uh, yeah, and let me say this, yo, I, I'll get to the Justice Scott because there's a lot of overreaction happening, man, concerning the University of Miami and Justice Scott. Me and Justice Scott were testing back and forth during the Golden State Sacramento game the other night. That's right. Right. Because we got those connections. And we're actually talking about the game. <laughs> I'll just say this, man. But anybody that, man, I, people feel like they get a vibe from, from a conversation, that's fine. Right? He loved Miami. He loved the weather. They do. You're from Chicago. Anytime you go to Miami or L.A., you love the weather. I mean, when he talked to me about his USC visit, I was like, yo, this dude is talking like he about to, he's, he's about to commit USC. That's but, right. I mean, that's, that's what a visit is. You know, you come off a visit, great weather. He was talking about the architecture of the buildings out at USC and how he loved it and the campus. And, you know, look, he wanted to visit. He told me he enjoyed himself. But nothing's imminent. He's going to get to June. He's going to make his official visits, and he's going to make his decision. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And I think um, for a kid to be so close to Chicago, we should feel good that his commitment to us is something he takes serious, and it's also something that is good to see that he can still make decisions and visit other places but still have Notre Dame in his heart. Yeah, so he definitely had a good time in Miami. And Miami's definitely throwing NIL and all of that stuff. So it is what it is. But that NIL collective in Miami, I think it ended up losing them about two or three recruits on signing day. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't put too much stock into the University of Miami NIL collective at this point. Don't forget, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation. You got shows like CFB All-American, and then you have Rise and Drive with Ryan Roberts. YouTube, man, that thumbs up, smash it for us. Helps with the views. Subscribe. Leave your comments. We respond to all. We give you the audio edible each and every day. It's the Lucky Lucky Podcast, home of the misguided passion. You already know. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Where you want to start, Left, We can go Logan Diggs or, you know, you want to start NFL draft and talk about, you know. A lot of, a lot of good news out there. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, I, I don't mind where we start. I feel like we're gonna have to talk about it all, and it's a lot to talk about. Well, let's save let's save recruiting and Logan Diggs and what some people deem as there's a lot of panic out there from Notre Dame fans with the four players that are pretty much going back to back to back, decide to jump into the transfer portal. We'll talk about that. Let's go ahead and talk about the NFL draft. I'll say this. I want to tip my cap to the NFL and evaluators and coaches in the NFL. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like they've come along. Every year, every they, year they astonish. They, they, they shock us every they, year. They have come a long way. Now, you have to understand. Hey, a long way from where? Let me explain. Yeah. On yesterday, a young man that from the jump bet on himself. Yeah. When he came out as a senior after winning the Heisman as a junior, and NFL teams told him, you're not a quarterback. We want to work you out as a wide receiver. And he bet on himself. And in betting on himself, he became an NFL league MVP. And once again, he bet on himself, feeling like he didn't need an agent to know his value. He didn't get the $200 million guaranteed, but he is the highest paid quarterback in NFL history, eclipsing Jalen Hurts' contract of last week. And he did it his way, betting on himself. And for him to get that contract on the same day that we watched three African-American quarterbacks be drafted in the first four picks of the NFL draft. And they're all different types. They're not the same quarterback. None of them are the same. They all represent a different type of quarterback. We were just five years away from the league telling Lamar Jackson he wasn't good enough to play quarterback, bro. And so as much vitriol as people gave the NFL, scouts, 
evaluators and coaches for the way they mistreated that segment of quarterbacks historically, I think, you know, it's time to recognize what they've done and say, you know, kudos to you. Kudos to you for finding a way to coach the talent instead of trying to put the talent in a box of tradition. Just coach the talent. And I thought that was pretty dope. I, I thought it was dope that Lamar got his contract on the night of the draft. And, um, yeah, that's what stood out to me. That's what stood out to me. And honestly, I have empathy. I, do I have empathy for Will Levis? I do. Why? First of all, because I don't want nobody sitting there by themselves, bro. Man, I don't. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't. Who told him he was going that high? See, his, that's a, his, his agents, his agents. Uh, he he listening to TV. Man, I don't know who he's listening to. If he was real with himself, he wouldn't have showed up. That's what I'm blaming. And he was in there talking like how he was finna go this this and that all high. Come on, your film was terrible. <laughs> yeah, Jason Smith. Mel Kuyper definitely. Yeah, that's what you get. There's nothing on a metric scale or or at, at a respect level where you felt like you should have been in, in conversation with Bryce Young and see Big Trout. And and even on Anthony Richardson level, because you don't have no traits like he does. The first round is about freak talent. I said that what a couple weeks ago about the draft. It's about the freaks. It's about who looks the craziest and runs the fastest and looks the nicest. That's why Michael Mayer is not a first-round pick. I told people that. I remember I told you when I saw the uh, the combine, and I'm like, man, that Dalton Kincaid, that brother looks smooth. That brother looked like, look like Brock Bauer out there. He just he just looked like the type of NFL relax, type. Relax, relax now, relax. He looked like the NFL type of because he's fluid. It's, he looks like a, he's it's, a, it's a difference. It's a difference doing it against USC and doing it in the SEC. Listen, Michael, Relax, Mayer, Michael Mayer is a great football player, but he's not a freak of nature. He got average size measurables. It was the perfect comparison. I never recognized him, how short his arms were. Left. Yeah, they gave him. He's an average. You know, football player from a, a – there's nothing about him makes him special. And that's, wait, and that's wait, wait, wait. He's not an average football player. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Compared to the first-round freaks, he's not a first-round freak. Michael – they made the perfect comparison to Jason Witten. They did. They did. It's a, unathletic, in a sense. He's not, he's not freaky fast. He's not freaky big like a Troy Nicholas. Was that Jimmy John's? Isn't that Jimmy John's mantra, freaky fast? Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> it, like what? There's nothing about Mike where I'm like, oh my god, that's a first. But he is a really good football player. The difference between uh, Dalton Kincaid and and Michael Mayer is the fact that Dalton Kincaid gave you the uh, same amount of production that you noticed that flashed for you as Michael Mayer with the offense not being surrounded around Dalton Kincaid. If Michael Mayer wasn't surrounded and wasn't the offensive target of the season, would you really notice him any different from a Mitchell Evans? 
Would you? I think. We, I think. And I think. I think. I think. Look, I think people forget. Let me remind you. This dude stepped on the field as a true freshman at Notre Dame, and pretty much took over the tight end room. So yeah, but I'm, we I'm, also. But yes, but I, but I I agree with that. But he because he's a good good football player. But there's nothing about Michael Mayer that you're like, man. His his range is elite. I yeah. disagree. I would say he's a great football player. He's not a great athlete. He's a good athlete. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first round is about the great athlete and the freaks. Like the dude from Pitt got drafted, the D lineman. Can't. Yeah. Mozzie Smith from Michigan got picked up by Dallas. Hey. Because they right. said he was a freak. That's it. They didn't say it was because he was making the best plays on film. And it's not a slight to Michael Mayer, he, but he knows he's not a freak. That's why Brock Bowers, if he came out this year, would have went before him. Brock Bowers is low-key a freak. Because I don't know how he's able to get open like he does. Dude, look, Michael <laughs> Mayer, this is how crazy this might end up. Michael Mayer might go lower than Cole Komet did in the draft. 100%. Cole Komet is kind of freaky looking. It, but in my opinion... Cole Komet's nowhere near no, the, the tight end that Michael Mayer is. But Michael Mayer, in my opinion, what is he going to do in a league that's going to separate himself other than fit into the system well? He's a guy that's going to give you consistency. He's a guy that's going to give you the, the plays when you when you, when you you counting on him. But is Michael Mayer going to take over a team and beat a, a Travis Kelsey to a team? Absolutely not. No, he's not a Travis Kelsey type. We tried to make him a Travis Kelsey of our team, and, I mean, the production was the production. But was it impactful to where it's like, man, it's like Eifert's production? I think Eifert had a bigger impact than what Michael Mayer did for the offense at the time. 2012 Tyler Eifert, I would take that over a 20, uh, what was it, 2022 Michael Mayer. Mm. Because Eifert was literally what Dalton Kincaid got drafted for. We put Eifert at the wide out. <laughs> we put him inside. We had him doing everything. So, I mean, I do think that Michael Mayer is going to get drafted. Obviously, I think he's going to be in the league for a long time. But the first round is about freaks. And Michael Mayer is not a freak. He's a great football player. And honestly, like I said, I think he is a great football player. Yeah. I think he's I'm a not good, doubting that. Yeah, he's not a freak athlete. He's not. But but he's not a freak athlete. And the first round is not taking that because they like we can get Michael Merritt in round two or three. And he's still gonna he's, be there. Tight end is a position. Honestly, the tight end is a position that is not really drafted that high unless. Unless I'm surprised Darnell Washington didn't chose high. So we and we remember we used to say this. People used to get mad at us. Remember we said this last year. We said Brock Bowers is going to be viewed higher than Michael Mayer. Absolutely by NFL scouts than Michael Mayer. People were like, oh, Michael Mayer is much better. He's a better all around. The NFL is not about all around. Tight about ends all He's because Michael Mayer is going to be for sure a consistent tight end in the league. But Michael Mayer is not selling tickets like a Brock Bauer would. 
You 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 putting you putting some production numbers on a Brock Bauer. Eifert, I would take Eifert as a better prospect than Michael Mayer because Eifert was bigger. Yeah, Eifert just couldn't stay healthy. He just couldn't stay healthy. Michael he Mayer stay healthy the same as life. But but Michael Mayer is built for to stay healthy a long time because he's a stocky dude, and because he's quote unquote not as athletic as a first round tight end athlete. Michael Mayer has enough ability to stay durable. He's tough mm. and he's versatile. Is he is he a he's like a jack of all trades? Is he special at one over the other? No, he's pretty much overall an all-around tight end that you can get in the third or fourth round for real. Like to be honest. I think because of his accolades, it put him in the conversation of a first, second round tight end. But in real life football, you can get him with third or fourth round. Because he's going to be there. Because if you taking freaks, I'm taking Darnell Washington because he's just a freak. Yeah. He's 6'7", about 260, he can run, catch him, all that type of stuff. Yeah, but even though he's a freak, he still might go second, third round. And he might go second, third round. You yeah. know what I mean? I just yeah. really think that Don Kincaid looked really, really different in that combine. I told y'all about that. I'm like, that man looked like he – he just looked like he about to be first round. They, they like that style of tight end. And thinking about Utah's offense, even though he wasn't the offense, he made great plays in that fit. So he was a great fit for what they did. Nobody's going to go to the NFL and throw Michael Mayer 80, 80 passes a season. Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. And that's what we did. And that, it's just a fit reason. Teams ain't looking for Michael Mayer to be the team. Yeah. That's just not the way the NFL works. We did that, but and, that's but that's how we got them drafted. You know what I mean? I think in talking about the previous conversation to start the show, the NFL is evolving in how they view certain positions and certain players. Five years ago, Michael Mayer is probably probably a top fifteen pick, like Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, just five, five years ago, just five yeah. years ago, he's probably like a top fifteen pick. But you get Travis Kelsey, you get oh man, Dallas Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard, Uh, the guys that are detached, the guys that really threaten down the field, and that's one of the things that I said coming to last year. I wanted to see Michael Mayer stretch the middle of the field. That was the next step for me in his evolution. Can he threaten? He's not athletic to just open run in the middle of the field and shaking dudes like the Dalton Kincaid. Because that is the next evolution of how they view the tight end position now. They don't but view the tight end position the same way. Or you need a little leak out or you need an over route or something from in line and you getting off the line and all this, that's him. But if you're like, oh, we need to score two minutes, let's spread the field, put Michael Mayer in a, in a, in a stand-up position, uh, bounce from the line of scrimmage and let him work in space, that's not what you're putting him in there for. Yeah, It's like, shit, it's two tight ends we got. You know, heavy set. We try to play action and sneaking behind the linebackers or crack block and come off. You know, you 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 scheming Michael Mayer with a guy like Travis Kelty, Dalton Kincaid. It's like, what's the pass game looking like? How they they damn near a bigger receiver, which is where the league is trending. Obviously, you know. And then I think he. That's what I always said. Michael Mayer would look good in Dallas or the Packers if it wasn't one of those two. I just think out of just attrition, he just wouldn't get lucky with getting in the first round if it wasn't those two teams. 
I don't know. People in the chat seem to think you said Michael Mayer is going to be trash in the NFL. Jason Witten wasn't trash in the NFL. But we know Michael Mayer is not a freak talent. He's a really, really, really good football player. And really, really, really good football players get drafted in the second, third, fourth round. The freaks where it's just like, man, that man, if he wanted to, one of those type of guys, if he wanted to, if he turned it on just one time, he's better than anything you could have did at your best. That's what the first round's about. Now, are they all successes? No. But they're hedging their bets on freak talent. That's why Nolan Smith got in there. He ain't played a game all year last year. Justin, uh, Jamar Chase didn't play a whole season, got drafted second pick. Because mm. he's a freak talent. That's why the first round, that's why I'm not surprised about Will Levis. There was nothing special about Will Levis. He can't throw better than Anthony Richardson. He's not fast like Anthony Richardson. He turns the ball over like an average QB. Yo, what is uh, Shane Steichen? Is that the coach for the Colts? Yeah. So it was cool. I saw this little tidbit. Jim Ursay said Shane Steichen about three weeks ago walked in his office. To go to your point, just to go to your point, because I do think Will Levis was on the board for the Colts. And then, like, bro, that's they, Shane Stockton walked into the the man. He walked into the owner's office. He didn't walk to the GM's office. He walked into the owner's office and told the owner, "When talking about Anthony Richardson, this dude does things that nobody else can do." And that's what the first round's about. That, that, that's <laughs> it. That's all he said to the owner. That's it. Like, yo, he does things. That no one else can do. So we basically he basically said, Look, leave it up to me to figure it out. What I'm telling you, they can't do what he can do. I'm not spending I'm not spending first round money on an average dude I can get later in the rounds. Will Will Levis is an average dude. I can damn near get him like where I got Ian last year in the fourth round. Because he's an average dude. He's not a program franchise. Yeah. He's an average guy yeah. with an average arm and bad decision-making like most average QBs. Yeah. C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young are in a different stratosphere from what they played like. And then they – Will Levis is no different than Stetson Bennett. I would take Stetson Bennett because he won games. Oh, that's, that's a – left that – but Stetson Bennett not showing up to the draft knowing that he got two championships and all types of accolades because he knows better. He's realistic. <laughs> Stetson Bennett like, look, I know I'm very well accomplished, but when it comes down to this, they choosing freaks and, and studs. I'm just the guy that is qualified. Will Levin paid attention to TV too damn much. Start reading his own blogs but never looked at his own tape and was real with himself and was yeah. like, you know what? They hyping me, but shit, like, I know I ain't ready for that. And it's cool to be not ready for it. You embarrassing yourself with your fine girlfriend. Looking more mad than you. When you should have been telling her, I, I came for the trip. I, I wouldn't expect, I shouldn't have been expecting this. Hey, look, left. I said this 
there's a reason the same organizations are always in position to pick really great players. Now, it's a reason why Howie Roseman was in position to get Jalen Carter. It's a reason, right? Why? Because the Lions take Jack Campbell and Jameer Gibbs in the first round. Dumb organizations do stuff like that so Jalen Carter can be available for the Eagles with the ninth pick. That's the NFL. You have 20 dumb organizations and the same 10 smart organizations, and the 20 make dumb decision after dumb decision after dumb decision. We're just telling you this is how they come to the conclusion of their dumb decisions. They look for athletic freaks. That's just that's what they look for. Michael Mayer does not fit that. Therefore, he slipped. Now, we're just talking about pure football players. Michael Mayer is one of the top 30 football players in the NFL draft. And that's what secures him into a second, third, fourth round pick. First of all, he's a second round pick. He's not going to the third round. I'm just saying. That's where good football players exist. But when you talk about giving somebody 20 million, 30 million. Yeah. I'm looking for something I can't just find on tape and say that's good. Anthony Richardson makes sense if I'm just trying to create a splash. I sucked last year, but at least I know I got a quarterback that's got that can that can mess around and do something that your quarterback can't. And I can work with that. Will Levis going to the Colts, he might as well have another 10 years of misery. It's like no different than drafting, <coughs> drafting a guy from his school, Tim Couch. Except at least Tim Couch had accolades. This dude was trash, trash, trash. So I only watched the rest of the first round to see if he didn't go, and I'm glad he didn't. And it just made the integrity of the NFL draft more important that they don't listen to these fake journalists that boast guys that they want to go off of an image and the football stays intact and it's about freak talent. Football film don't even really matter when it comes to the first round. First round is about, man, we did our due diligence and found the freakiest player ever, a.k.a. the Illinois pick. I thought he was a freak. Man, man, ESPN showed the right highlights. (laughs) Them couple highlights I seen, I said, oh, yeah, I would have picked him first, too. What the heck? Man, what? Those highlights were so different. Then a Christian Gonzalez and all that. I said, oh, yeah, this is that's why they picked him. Yeah, he's a dog. Because you're not going to make sense of picking him over Christian Gonzalez if you if you went by the media standard and, and all the basic standards. They said, man, look at look at these couple plays, and I and I can't get over that. Yeah. Forget everything else. <laughs> Them couple plays right there meant more than anything to polish. Christian Gonzalez could have did. I don't care about that smooth back pedal. I don't care about how you elevated just none of that. But you I can't. like the spot. I like the spot Gonzalez went to though. Oh, absolutely. Him going to with him going to out Rangers. there to New England. Oh no, no, New England. Oh, perfect. He went to New England. That's perfect. Yeah. But but yes, like Witherspoon is the prime example of why I love that the NFL is still banking on recruiting the freakiest talent in the first round. Am I saying Anthony Richards is going to be a beast? I don't know. I think it'll be hard for him, of course. 
But well, you know, if he could have, let, I'll just say this: what happened for Jalen Hurts when he left Alabama is that he got a year with Lincoln Riley, right? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I don't think the Florida staff was the best situation for Anthony Richardson, but if he could have gotten somebody like a Lincoln Riley for one year and then gone to the NFL, but Anthony Richardson needs somebody that's going to want him to be successful. As but he's not, he's not playing. Shane Steichen, his dude, Shane Steichen went to the owner like, "Hey, I know y'all might be leaning this way, but I can do some things with him." That's that, yeah, that's why they picked him first because you can close your eyes and be like, in a vacuum, he just got more talent. So. I can mess around and put some good stuff around him, and his talent will flourish. Will it's like I, I know what I'm getting. That's not worth thirty million dollars. He gonna be here, hanging around. You know, what I'm saying? You know he's gonna be on. Anthony here. Richardson is like uh, right now. He looks like Sanaa Lathan at the basketball game. You know, holding on to Spalding, watching Omar Epps play. Or, or or how she looked like in out of time with Denzel. Woo. No, no, no. Let me let me finish. Because right now, you know, you remember when Shawnee Wat Shawnee Watkins, Shawnee Easton, which is played by D Way's wife. Shawnee Easton was like, yo, can you give this letter to to Omar Epps? She's in there like with her legs, like she bowling, you know, knock me. Jeans, hair looks terrible. You know what I'm saying? That's Anthony Anthony Richardson to a lot of people right now, right? It'll be all right. But that dude can end up. Remember when Sanaa showed up at the prom in that white dress, and that cat Omar Epps was like, "Yo, hey, Shane Steichen might might be able to dress him up." Might. I think Anthony Richardson obviously has a lot of work to be done, but I'm just saying based on a on a freak level, you you it's like some stuff you can't pass up. Like back in the day when uh 
Uh, who did the Browns select that corner? Because he ran like a 4-2. He was trash. Yeah. At corner. Uh, Justin Gilbert or something like that. He was trash. Yeah. Justin Justin Ross was trash to an mm. extent. That went to the Bengals. But he ran a 4-2 at the combine. they like, damn, you got to be first round. <laughs> like, you got to be. Shout out Ben Morrison. His draft stock just shot up after locking up Zay Flowers. And Zay Flowers going as the first receiver. So you know Ben Morrison got they're gonna be playing his tape against Zay Flowers in the future. But you know, like dang, like I'm just I'm not saying that Will Levis isn't draft worthy. I'm just saying Will Levis in comparison to Bryce Young and CJ Stroud as a first rounder has been disrespectful. This should have never been a conversation. Uh-huh. Glad that the NFL made it right by not falling into these weak-ass narratives by these journalists by making it a comparison. Both of those guys deserve to be number one and two, and Will Levin deserves to be where he's at. They basically, the same thing they did for Will Levis is the same thing these journalists did for Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> and that's yeah. crazy because they had Deshaun and Patrick – that they in the NFL and the NFL said, nope, not this year. You're not gonna get us this year. God darn Ryan Pace. But you know, I think Anthony Richardson helped himself because of the combine. He put them freaky numbers up. They were like, man, we can't even pass up on this. I don't think that translates to success in the league. But, man, when you got freaky measurables like that, you're going to mess around and make plays just because you just going to instinctually make them. And they and teams can bank on that. But when you get a guy like Zach Wilson, you can't bank on him if things go bad. He's just going to make it right because he's better than everybody. He don't man, have that. Something's wrong with that kid. Like, did you see the footage of them, like, throwing the ball, him and Aaron Rodgers, and this dude was, like, had a scowl on his face? Like he was disgusted that Aaron Rodgers was there. Like, it's no different than Will Levis. Will Levis was telling you he felt like he was going to be the number one pick. Now nah, that did something like that. Uh, they talked about that. Uh, some people said he came across very arrogant in meetings with teams. Yeah, it's. I don't know how much I buy into that because people can they can put stuff. Hey, look at Josh Rosen, entitled. Look at Zach Wilson, entitled. What? Zach, nobody talked about Zach Wilson until the media started talking about him during the draft period. He was just an average dude. And it happens every time. When average dudes get put in the spotlight and hyped up because of football is the great equalizer, it's cool. You can get the hype, but you have to meet your maker. Zach couldn't do it. So the NFL was like, listen, all right, y'all can do it if y'all want to. Y'all can listen to Mel Kuypers if you want to, but you better do your research. And, 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 you know, it's better to fail with a freak than fail with an average guy that plays good because the NFL is about freaks. I thought and, you were about to go a totally different direction right there. When oh, you said it's better to fail with a freak, I'm like, oh, where's left going with this? <laughs> where's my boy going on a Friday afternoon? There's no trade value. Even Okay, think about, it, Zach, think about the Jets and Zach Wilson. What's the trade value in Zach Wilson? He's not a freak. He ain't got no measurables that that. No, no, no. If Zach Wilson 
had common sense. Zach Wilson would say, no, I said common sense left. If he had common sense. Common sense ain't common. Zach Wilson would say, whether or not it's the Jets or somebody else, I'm taking these next two years to glean everything I can from Aaron Rodgers and become the best quarterback I can be. Yeah, if he was smart. If he was smart. But he's entitled because Mel Kuyper boosted him, his pro day when he made that little run-around throw, that he was going to be Joe Namath Jr. But he's, he's not being honest with himself. Like, Will Levis is not being honest with himself. Look at your own film and be like, listen, I'm not ready. And I'm okay with a fourth, fifth round spot and working my way. Look at Stetson Ben. We haven't heard nothing from him after his DUI because he accepted his fate. He said, listen, I'm just a backup. I'm Georgia's quarterback. Let me just get my money and retire back in Athens, and I can live like a king. I'm not about to press and act like I'm about to be a king boombata up in the NFL. No, I, I, I got my glory in college. Yo, let me tell you how disrespectful Lewis Riddick was last night. Lewis Riddick was like, you got to ask some questions about the film from last year. You got to explain, you got to explain to me how you weren't able to beat out Sean Clifford at Penn State. I said, Lewis, you so petty, bro. Straight up. I said, I said yeah, yeah, that's a dog. That's you right. Couldn't, you couldn't beat out Sean Clifford, bro. But you the number one. That's like, never, remember? And, 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 and Bryce Young, come on, this is like a joke. It's a joke. Who was it? Remember the uh, who was the uh, the brother that started for two years in North Carolina? I was like, man, Mr. Bisky couldn't even beat him out. Oh, uh, Marquise Williams. Marquise Williams. <laughs> he couldn't even beat Marquise Williams out. But now this dude is the number one overall quarterback. It's, it's, it's like you can't lie on the football field. That's the best part. You can't lie on the football field. Because the technically, Will Levis got to go out there and throw some touchdowns. And me and you both know, no. So we think, of course, Philly was a big-time winner. Detroit, big-time losers with their two first-round picks. You think it was a, a losers? Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell? Jack Campbell, yeah, hell yeah. But Jack Campbell, that's the Iowa linebacker, right? Yeah. That mug is 6'4", 230-something? Left. You could have had him. You could have had him later. I know that, but he's a free. You could have had, had him in the second round, and bro. You ain't finding no 6'4", 250. And you know he's. So you know that I mean that's like woo, that's like Wolf Hunter times two. Man, the big kids went because you got to think they got Alex Anzalone that was supposed to be Notre Dame. He's mostly my class. They got him over there. This is a this is a, a, a Anzalone times two. Look at Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's probably look at his chops. Oh, we gotta get that. <laughs> we gotta get that brother from Iowa. He looks like me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. He looks he probably was looking at his chops like, ooh, we man, I need that brother in Iowa. So, like, I thought so, that was good for Detroit. I thought that was a pick that made sense. Nah, shout out to Houston, man. You go get it, go get the best one. Go, go get it. Houston was like, you know what? We going to get the top two dudes left after Bryce Young. That's it. We we gonna set ourselves up for the for the safest. Smartest picks. You can't. Okay. Okay. 
That kind of Miko was like, man, I got dinner reservations in like an hour. I ain't got time to be here all night. Man, we ain't picking long. No. We know our two pigs, we trade them and get them. That's it. That's it. So, yo, what they did, masterful, man. They gave up a lot, though. They did give up a first and a third, I believe. I would bank on Will Anderson. I mean, all them damn accolades at Alabama, I would bank on that. And then so, you got a quarterback that can make it happen too. Shoot. Yeah. Not bad, man. Not bad. You think the CJ day one? Yes. Day one? <laughs> if I'm D'Amico Ryan, yes. Because we crashing out together. I'm not about to start slow and go with Davis, but I don't know Davis. Right, right. Davis Mills? Okay. Man, give me my first round QB. We're going to figure it out together. Yeah, let me tell you something. Let me warn because I know we have a lot of Chicago Bears fans in here. Usually, that Jordison Addison pick to the Vikings, putting him putting him next to that stud they already have. Kirk Cousins, you know he he good old fashioned Kirk man. I like Kirk Cousins. That's That's a sneaky pick. The New York Jets, I don't know what they were doing, bro. They, they got a pass rusher, but the defensive line wasn't a problem. Uh, shout out to the, the Steelers really stole their pick. That's what happened. The Steelers the jumped tackles. in front. They took the tackle, ruined their plans for protecting Aaron Rodgers. Now they have to go back and hopefully get an offensive lineman and today in the second round. Yo, can we talk about the Seahawks, bro? Man, they smart. <laughs> they got your boy Devin Witherspoon that you already spoke highly of. And they came back and got Jackson Smith and Jigba, bro. To put yeah. with Lockett. Hey, they said, Gino, you work so hard, bro. We believe in you. We're going to support you, bro. Hey, man. That's, that's, is there a better wide receiver core? I'm gonna be straight. Lock it. DJ Metcalf. Maybe. Cincy, and that's it? Cincy, Miami. Minnesota. Well, they lost Thielen. They got Addison. They got Addison. And they got a, they got some guys. You got Miami. The Eagles. Miami's Cincy, Miami, Eagles. Baltimore's. You got Odell and uh, Odell and Zay. Flowers, that's, that's not bad. They might get DeAndre Hopkins too. Hmm. It's questionable whether or not it's a top five wide receiver core. It's questionable. It's debatable. Oh, what do you think about the Quentin Johnson going out there with Mike Williams? And uh, uh, well, you don't like Herbert, so I wasn't really high on uh, Quentin Johnson. To be honest, like them Big Twelve quarterback. I mean, receivers. <laughs> What's Dimitri him and uh, Calvin Johnson? 
When's the last time a dude with long dreads was successful at receiver? That was tall. Man, what are you talking about right now? I know it's for the culture Friday, but what are you talking about? The last long dreaded receiver that was good was Joshua Cribs. No. D-Hop. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's still what 10, 10, 12 years ago. Let me think because it has to be no Mike Williams. No, no, Mike Williams. Mike Williams has the bridge. Short dreads. He had like uh T. Higgins dreads. Quentin Johnson has dreads all the way down his back. Like nobody is Jennifer Reed dreads. Anybody like that at receiver, I'm not trusting. Dude, what are you what are you talking about right now? <laughs> you see, you talked about Larry Fitz. Larry Fitz played in the league 20 years ago. <laughs> the last good one was DeAndre Hopkins. And DeAndre Hopkins didn't go in the league with long dreads. So any long dread receiver that's tall is trash. I'm not a fan of Quinn Johnson. I don't think he's gonna be good. That's a it's a hot take, but it's a true take because you can't find me one in the last five, ten years with long dreads has been nice. You can't find. Well, Chicago Bears fans will feel your angst because they took Kevin White. Exactly. At the top. <laughs> Trash. Out of the where? The Big 12. Trash. Well, he Trash. was out of the Big 12. You're Trash. right. Trash. <laughs> Ain't been one with long dread successful since. That's the truth. You're about to get us canceled right now, bro. The truth. With, with the hair appropriation. Unless San Diego was thinking that Quentin Johnson was going to be Mike Williams. That's the only reason why, because Mike Williams always getting hurt. Unless they thought it was that. Other than that, no long dread tall receiver from the Big 12 has ever been successful. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> so I knew from the maker that's going to be a bust. Oh. He didn't even go to the red carpet for the NFL first round because he didn't think he was getting picked. You know what was funny? He even knew. I watched Miles Murphy and Brian Brazigo in the first round, and I kept saying, play that Notre Dame tape, though. Straight up. Like, no, 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 no. I'm, play a, that, I'm, play that. I'm a fan of Brian Brazigo. I'm a big fan of I Oh, especially after everything he's been through? I'm a big fan of Brian Brazigo, man. I know yeah. he, I've been in his house. You know, they showed him at his house with his family. I've been there. Okay. I was in his kitchen. I know, I know exactly – where he's at. So I'm a big fan. I can't lie. That's cool. But I still say show that show that Notre Dame take though. Yeah, straight up. Hey King. <laughs> That's the tape was like, nah. And technically Notre Dame is the is the house of talent. All the big programs in the country coming to us for their talent and their needs and their services. You talking Alabama, about you talking about school. the transfer portal? Yeah, Alex. Alabama came to us for 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 a quarterback that we can't develop over here. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Alabama came to us for an OC. We bottom hundred in the top scoring offense. Us. Yo, I did not expect two Iowa players to go in the first round last night. I did. That was a shock. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. And, 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 and you you telling me? You telling me that we that, that Logan Diaz will go to LSU? Oh, you know what? You know what? Let's go ahead and talk about it. Hey, we come back. That's the draft. Those are our thoughts. First round. Michael Mayer will go early tonight. He'll go early tonight. The second round. Maybe. 
Somebody will take him. Michael Mayer is not going to the third round left. He's not. It's about need, though. Left. It's about need. He's not going in the third round. You want hey, you want a better wing stop? We can bet a wing stop dinner right now. I should have been one wing stop off of Will Levis like yesterday. So that's you. We can bet a wing stop dinner right now. Put up a wing stop credit. Wing wing stop dinner right now. That if Michael Mayer goes beyond the second round, I will order your wing stop tonight. Damn, the whole round? You talking about third, fourth round? That's what you said. I said that he wasn't a first-round freak talent. His accolades is going to obviously put him, okay, give me give me, give me, me a, a mid-round, end of round, you you know. I said he's going early in the second. I already that said first, that. Was that first five picks in the second round? For early, it's like top ten. So he's going he's going top ten in the second round. That is my prediction. For wing stop. See, now you're getting slick. Now you get slick. You the, no, you're the, no, 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 no. You're the same person. Everybody in the chat can concur with this. You were like second, third, fourth round. That's I'm, what I'm you scared. were saying. Second, third, fourth round is where great into good football players exist. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can get you a really good football player from the second to the fourth round. That's where the good football players exist. But the freaks. That's first round only. Dude, you said third or fourth. That's what you I said earlier. Good to great football players exist between the, the second and fourth round. Absolutely. Michael Mayer is a good football mm-hmm. player. He's not a first round player, but he's a second, possibly third round. See that? That's it. That's it. Possibly third. I'm taking the second. You take the third. If he goes to the third, you get wing stop. If he he's goes a- to the second, I get wing stop. Obviously. I'm saying, obviously, honestly, I think he's getting the late second, possibly third. So, where, okay, what's late second? Of me. What's late second? You and said, so obviously, it'll be 11 and on, right? No, that's early. You got early, mid, and what's late. Early? You said late. What's you early? said late. Late would be the bottom 10. Late would be the bottom 10, which would be picks from 22 to to three. Picks 50 through 62. Which will be, okay, picks 50 through 60. No, no, no. That would be 53 through 62. The bottom 10. 53 to 62. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. You will take that? That's, That's bottom of the second. And I'll take top of the second. And there we go for wings. Okay, there we go. That's fair. I think that Michael Mayer would fit great on the Packers, on Dallas, and they have second. They have late second round picks. You got to think it's about need. Michael Mayer may fall because of need. I'm not obviously he's going to get picked second because he's been on TV hell a lot. Like Will Levis been on TV hell a lot. They just waiting. They can't wait for him to get picked up. Hey so man, don't feel pressured to pick him up. The honey hots, the honey <laughs> hots, dog. The Louisiana rub with fry seasoning. Remember the honey, that. the honey hots, dog. I'm just letting you know. Okay, I'll send you my address. You go ahead, send the okay, door to ask. We good. I'll send my address. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Podcast. 
for the Culture Friday, wrapping up NFL Draft Talk, Michael Mayer, disappointing not being taken in the first round. We come back, we'll get to recruiting, and uh, oh boy, a lot of transfers. It's right here. Audio Edibles, Lucky Lefty Podcast. 